This is all theater. This is all just political theater. Political theater. Political theater. Pure political theater. Theater. Political theater. The nefarious, significant, and protracted political, political, political theater for political theater's sake. I yield back. From Washington, this is Political Theater. Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Day. Every year, CQ Roll Call news photographers file about eight to 10,000 images for use in our publications and our websites. They take a lot more images than that just to get to that eight to 10,000 uh, like sort of threshold. So that's a lot of work. That's a lot of uh, taking stock of what's in front of you. And it's just a, it, it's a, it's a heavy lift. And then to make it even more difficult, we're going to ask them to talk about their favorite images of the year. So we're going from anywhere from taking 100,000 or so images, and we're going to boil it down to just one or maybe two images. Maybe we'll let you cheat in this. Uh, so we're going to talk to our photographers in this political theater podcast, Carolyn Brayman, uh, our, our newest addition to the, to the photography staff. Welcome, Caroline. Thank you. Thank you. Tom Williams, our, our grizzled veteran, uh, the, the man who has the most seniority of any roll call person tom yes. welcome hello thanks for having me back it's you know tom it's just like a i i it's the wonder and the beauty of journalism every moment we spend together and bill clark our our photo editor uh who has the second most seniority uh in in roll call bill welcome we photographers stick around let's start uh i want to i want to talk about your favorite images of the year that you took and then i want to broaden the discussion just a little bit to talk about some of the what you guys do on a daily basis and how it's changed uh, and, and some of the challenges that you're running into. So we're going to go by tenure. And, and, and Tom, since you're old as dirt mm-hmm. uh, in the grand scheme of things in terms of seniority. I started as an CQ. intern in November 99. So we just we just passed 20 years. Whoa. Yeah, which I can't I mean, believe because I, I still look so young. You know, there are probably you know there are probably people listening to this podcast that I'm <laughs> thinking of, say, like my stepson who's 17, who were not born yet. Oh, you realize that, right? I know, how do, how do yeah. you feel about that, Tom? <laughs> you know what? I'm still kicking. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> we all have to deal with it. All right, Tom. Let's. Uh, what is your favorite image from this year, um, and what's the story behind it? The one it? I selected isn't necessarily my favorite, but it's the most— um, Sorry, you're done. You're okay. disqualified. <laughs> no, it's a good <laughs> shot. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the most telling of how we work on the Hill because we're dealing with such thin margins— of barely making pictures, at least I am. Well, on the Hill today, Hope Hicks, one of President Trump's most trusted compliments. Um, it's a picture of Hope Hicks uh, in the closed hearing, I think they called it. So we couldn't get a shot of her. So the picture was a walk-in shot, like just through the halls of Rayburn Building, um, pretty poorly lit. And she does her walk-by with two giant big staffer guys in front of her. Uh, I set up at the uh, door thinking I was going to be clever and get her, getting her walking right by me but mm-hmm. one of the huge staffer guys stood right in front of me and i literally got no shot at all normally these walk by shots you maybe get like one usable picture i got literally zero so i'm like oh crap this isn't this is not going well uh luckily where they put her in the room uh there was a vantage point from the door so when people came in and out the, uh, the door would open and close and uh b- luckily she was kind of visible so I hung out there for a while. I think some, a lot of other photographers did. And we just waited for the door to open. And luckily, she turned right towards me. And it took me a second or two to get something in focus. But I got her looking at the door. 
and it's kind of a cool shot and we had a picture for whatever story we were writing all right who wants to go next i guess it's my turn bill so my the picture i chose was a picture of john stewart in the senate smirking as uh, leader mcconnell walks from the senate floor back to his office and this is on the date that the uh, Senate eventually passed the funding for the 9-11 responders. And this has been one of John Stewart's big, you know, projects, big advocacy projects. He, since he he's left. been here yeah. several times at hearings and mm -hmm. holding press conferences and really putting pressure on Congress. More of these men and women are going to get sick and they are going to die. And I am awfully tired of hearing that it's a 9-11 New York issue. Al-Qaeda didn't shout death to Tribeca. They attacked America and these men and women and their response to it is what brought our country back. It's what gave a reeling nation a solid foundation to stand back upon, to remind us of why this country is great, of why this country is worth fighting for, and you are ignoring them. Finally, they, they got it done that day. And you, yeah, and you were right there in that position too. It's it's like as as the leader was going to his office, right in the right. You know, Ohio, in the Ohio clock kind of area. Well, I had been there for the weekly Senate lunch, and I th believe Ivanka or Jared was supposed to come to the lunch. So I was staking out the door, waiting for them to come in, and then John Stewart just walked by me, and I did an about face and followed him, and just kind of sat in a good location and waited for something to happen. And then something and then did. Something did. <laughs> did McConnell. you know McConnell was in the chamber at the time? What, that, did you know he was going to come back out? Yeah, I knew McConnell was in the chamber, and I was really hoping for an interaction between the two, a handshake or a chat or something. I was the only a, photographer. A big bro hug. McConnell's into that stuff. McConnell just walked by, <laughs> didn't acknowledge, and John Stewart looks at me with a smirk on his face, and it was... It was a smirk that told a, a, a thousand stories itself, which is that John Stewart was this sort of dogged advocate on behalf of this legislation, but he's also a character himself, and he's right. and, and his and it's almost this like trolling kind of moment <laughs> where he was like he just gives you this it's almost like a wink uh, in, into the camera. It, it's the only picture I can remember that I shot that other media organizations have written stories about the photograph. Newsweek did a story on it. They got in touch with me and got my side of the story from it. Didn't Colbert show it on his show? Yes. Your former so, classmate. <clears throat> former former yes, classmate I, from South Carolina I, and also I did former... go to high school with Stephen Colbert, and that night he uh, did a little segment on the photo. And here's this is my, one of my favorite things of, uh, uh, about this uh, story is, here is, right here, got a picture, got a picture of that? There's Mitch McConnell right before the vote. Walking in, knowing knowing that he's gonna have to vote for it, and uh, here's our friend John Stewart. <laughs> That's a good picture. That's a good picture. To get a shot for something to happen besides just you know politicians hitting their their talking points and then going off into little scrums is is sort of. It's 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 it doesn't happen every day. It's no. hard to get a photo that like is unique. Most of the time, we're just shooting updated photos of senators walking through the hallways, but every once in a while something happens. I've been staying in that hallway before when Bono just 
randomly walks by and it's you you just kind of never know what's going to happen in that hallway caroline yes hi there hi your favorite photo so one of my favorite photos or like um tom not necessarily my favorite photo but something i enjoyed taking very much um was not from the hill, but actually in Iowa. From oh, when I, I remember being in Iowa. Yes, with yes. you. Mm-hmm. Like we were covering the Iowa State Fair and yes. all the different candidates making their way through there. Hello, Iowa State Fair. When I went to Iowa, that was actually a few days after I got hired full time. Um, and one of the photos that I liked was one of Elizabeth Warren after she had just spoken um, at the soapbox. It was the political soapbox at the Iowa State Fair? Yes. Uh, yes where you can get up and theoretically talk about whatever you want, but it's really become a sort of a staging area for people running for office. Exactly. And so she had a huge turnout of people. I forget, maybe it was a Saturday that she came, so a lot of people were there. I believe in America. We dream big, we fight hard, and we're going to win. Thank you. So afterwards, she started making her way to the Varied Industries building, but this a is whole where the butter cow is. Yes. <laughs> and there's a whole sea of people. And the photograph I have of her is in that sea of people. Um, and she's handing back a signed copy of the Mueller report to, I guess, a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Signing it herself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even though she didn't write anything. <laughs> and that, to me, that I've never been in a uh, scrum of, you know, both photographers and media along with just people visiting so that was crazy because I could, you know, barely see from, you know, what, where I even was. And we had to not only navigate, you know, being around each other, but you were walking backwards. People would yell things like, there's a baby behind you. and um, Or a you, tray of hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, yeah. So not only was <laughs> that really crazy, was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but then I had to watch out what's going on in front of me. So One thing that I'm... Uh... I've been just been thinking about a lot. You know, we have a, you know, Tom, as, as you stated, you've been here forever. Um, <laughs> started as an intern. Uh, you started as an intern. You started a few months after uh, the, the Clinton impeachment trial in, in 1999. Um, and, you know, that, that's a 20-year period of time. We're going into another impeachment trial now, potentially, uh, of President Donald Trump. Um you know, Bill, you, you started like soon after that. And, and Caroline, you know, that you're new uh, on, on the beat. So this is like the, most of the world that you've seen of this sort of fast pace. You're, you've got the f- definitely fresher eyes on these two guys uh, and, and myself. But like what, what are some of the challenges that you face, particularly, you know, Bill and Tom compared to 20 years ago when you started? And, and Caroline, I'd, you know, I'd be interested to see like what you, how it's different than you may have imagined it. Uh, before you might have started. So I'll start with the old guys first. <laughs> I'm well, going to get into trouble with the AARP on this, right? You know, like, so so, so much yeah, for that. I, <laughs> I know back in 2000 was kind of the transition year from everybody going from film to digital. Mm-hmm. I personally was Wet still, lab to dry lab. Uh, I, was, I was still shooting film at that point. And in my roll call early days, I would have to every afternoon run up to Union Station to the Moto Photo to get my film processed and hang out for an hour until that was ready and then come back and scan my selects. And these days, we're all digital. Um, We can transmit almost instantly if we need to. Uh, We get to see if our pictures are properly exposed and we're getting what we need. 
right away and we don't have to sit there and hope we didn't mess up <laughs> five hours later. Because <laughs> then the moment's but, over. Yeah. But uh, and Tom, like what is, are there barriers to doing your job? Like that, oh, yeah. that are there, they're there now that weren't there when you started. Um, probably the biggest thing uh, is now everybody's got their phone and every staffer's taking pictures for you know the office. Some staffers are fully equipped with professional gear. So in before, you used to just kind of watch out for the TV guys and the other photographers and not try to get in their way and try to you know stay down for the TV guys and all that. But now everybody's got their phone out, so almost every shooting angle is taken up by somebody um, that's a non-journalist. And that's fine, they have their jobs to do, but it's just kind of hard to negotiate a lot of these uh, events. And sometimes we have to incorporate that into our photographs. You know, sometimes I may have a poor position, but there's somebody holding up a cell phone or their iPhone taking a picture. Or and I can take a picture of their screen yeah. and it makes a really mm -hmm. nice photograph. Oh yeah, members are shoot, shoot from the dais a lot. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're posting to their social media and stuff. Everybody, everybody's a photographer. Yeah. Now. Yep. So Caroline, when you, I mean, the, again, you're the you're the newbie uh, here. Like, how how different is it than what you had expected? You know, when you were kind of training to do this, and and you were thinking about embarking on a career as yes. a photographer. So I'm not quite sure now that I am where I am, what I was expecting before, but it's definitely different from anything. I mean, I've never been in a place where there's so many other photographers shooting the same exact thing I'm trying to shoot. So there's a big challenge with that, trying to make something different and interesting because everyone is very talented who is there. So you have to find a way to showcase your work as well. Um, and I'm not used to having to be hyper aware of every position where I am. Uh, you're constantly being told to you know, either kneel in a spot, not get in the way of somebody else, not get in the way of people trying to watch. So that that's difficult to navigate for sure. But um, yeah, in these hearings, you the room looks I think probably bigger on TV, but it's not as much room as you would think. No, it, no, it is not. And and also I I, I will note too that the, the the photographs that you all take of of the of the photographers and of the media presence, like as it's trying to record what's going on, I think are actually very helpful as well because you get a sense of like what kind of attention. It's not just a big photograph of, you know, Robert Mueller's head, even though we do right. those photos. There, there are a lot of times I purposely try to get an out of position position to capture more of the scene rather than trying to get the front and center picture of what everybody else is there for. So we're, we're trying to see, show what life on Capitol Hill is like rather than getting that perfectly symmetrical centered photo of witness. Off-centered photos for off-centered people. Uh, well, Caroline, Tom, and Bill, thank you so much for, for talking about your work. Um, I, I like, you know, kind of peeling back. That's part of the political theater aspect of it, right, is kind of peeling back the curtain and, and taking a look at how – how, thing, how we do our jobs and we, how Congress does its job. We love the theater up there. Well, you're in luck, Bill, because I think <laughs> the next of couple of months is going to be uh, theatrical. I want to take a moment to thank everybody for listening to Political Theater this year. We're going to take a short break over the coming holidays, and we'll be back the week of January 6, 2020. Political Theater is produced by CQ Roll Call, a leader in nonpartisan political and policy news and analysis for more than 70 years. CQ Roll Call is part of Fiscal Note, a global technology and media company.